Today is the kickoff of our capital campaign to revitalize St. John's for the 21st century. And after hearing that gospel reading, I thought that perhaps we could just stamp all of your cash and credit cards with St. John's logo. <laughs> you give to St. John's, what is St. John's, and we're done. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Uh, that's not even the proper reading of this gospel passage. But it does remind me of something that David Gilmore used to say. David Gilmore, who died last year, was a, a very generous supporter of St. John's and was active in many of our stewardship campaigns. He liked to say, I've got good news and I've got bad news. The good news is that St. John's has all the money it needs. The bad news is that it's still in your wallets. <laughs> Today's gospel passage is perfect for what our capital campaign is really about when we understand the passage correctly. This is not a strict money versus God passage. Elsewhere, Jesus does say, you cannot serve God and wealth, meaning you cannot serve God if money is your master. But it is certainly true that you can serve God with wealth. This passage actually says much more about the place of the Christian in relation to civil authority than it does about money. Indeed, in our current climate, we could all learn from Jesus' refusal to get drawn into the partisan fray. The Pharisees and Herodians were essentially opposing political parties, teaming up against Jesus, who challenged the authority of both. Jesus reminds us that as his followers, we are first and foremost citizens of the realm of God, not any earthly authority. The coin in the passage was the coin used to pay the tax or tribute to the emperor and for commerce under the Roman occupation. It came from the emperor's own mint, so it was literally his coin. Local currency, coins without images, would have been used for temple offerings, not the emperor's coin. The coin said, Tiberius Caesar, August son of the divine Augustus, high priest. Part of the subtext here is that Jesus, the son of God, is being asked if it is lawful to pay tribute to the Roman son of God. The word used in the original text is icon. Whose icon is on this coin? Jesus is saying, give to the emperor what bears the image of the emperor, and to God what bears the image of God. So Jesus is asking us, 
Whose image do you bear? The answer is found in creation. We are made in the image and likeness of God. And it is found in our baptism. At baptism, the priest makes the sign of the cross with holy oil on the forehead of the person being baptized and says, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. What is rendered to God is what bears the divine image. That is us. We are the coin of the divine realm. As Tertullian said in the early third century, Caesar's image is on the coin. God's image is on people. Our capital campaign to revitalize St. John's for the 21st century is about tending to our home, our house of prayer for all people as it is inscribed on our cornerstone, as a place that nurtures us, as the bearers of God's image, to give to God what is God's. There are so many forces in the world tempting us to take on their image. St. John's is the place that polishes the image of God in me, empowering me to do the work God has given me to do in the church and in the world. This is why I quote St. Augustine at the invitation to the Eucharist, be what you see and receive who you are. We are the body of Christ. The plans to renovate our chancel, our choir, and altar area is so that we can better gather and worship as that body of Christ. Yesterday, we buried the ashes of a longtime parishioner in the memorial garden. And at the service, we told the bell in our water-damaged bell tower once for each year of her life. Each toll sounding out that she was made in the image of God and resonating with the ways she had given to God what is God's. Our campaign will keep that bell bearing witness to our lives and our faith. Our capital campaign is not just about immediate needs or even immediate wants. It is about sustaining the vitality of this house of prayer and this community of faith for decades to come. Ultimately, this isn't about buildings, but about the people who gather here and how this space and what we do here transforms us and helps us to transform our community and our world. There is a lot of need right now. Fires and hurricanes have devastated parts of our country. 
we should be offering our financial support to those who have been impacted and are in need. But it has become clear to me in talking to people impacted by the fires that the greatest impact we can have as a church is a long-term commitment to help and support those who have lost homes and schools and businesses. The fundraisers for the fires will end. The news cycle will find the next tragedy. So will the fundraisers. But we can send people to help build homes and work with the poor for years. We can advocate around the housing issues that have so much of Marin's workforce living in other parts of the North Bay or precariously housed here in Marin. Yesterday I spoke with a man whose home was threatened by the fire near Annadale State Park in Santa Rosa. As a child, he lived in Russian-occupied Eastern Germany during World War II. He told me every day of the fire, I was praying more and more. And I realized that when things are going well, you forget to pray and thank God. The fire had reminded him to give to God what is God's. Amidst the devastation of the fires, I'm hearing a lot of people talk about what they are grateful for. Gratitude should be our natural state as Christians, giving thanks that we bear the image of God giving thanks for God's abundant blessing in our lives. The word Eucharist means thanksgiving. We are gathered here this morning to celebrate the Eucharist, to express gratitude. Gratitude is best rendered as generosity. Generosity in all its forms. A former vestry member said that for him, church was all about increasing our capacity for generosity. We bear the image of God. All we have is a gift from God. And so we give of ourselves for the work of God in the church and in our world. I pray that each of us will respond generously to our capital campaign as a way of giving to God the things that are God's.